Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode 117. Today, I am talking about my favorite business topic, email lists. I know it might sound unsexy, but let me tell you what is sexy. Email marketing is 10 times more effective than social media marketing. Yes, I am the social media guru and I'm telling you this. So whether you are a product-based business, a service-based business, a brick and mortar, a digital-based business, an MLM, you name it, you can benefit from an email list and I am going to walk you through why this is the most important thing you should be focusing on. Now, before we dive into the review of the week, I want to let you know this. I have a free training for you. It is the how-to guide to email lists, what to say, when to say it. You can jump on into this training at growandemaillist.com. Again, go to growandemaillist.com. Join the training. I am so excited about it. I'm going to dispel all the myths about email marketing. You're not going to feel scammy. You're not going to feel sleazy. The tech is not going to scare you. And yes, you are going to know exactly what to say when you hit send. So jump on into that training at growandemaillist.com. And now it is time for the review of the week. It is titled, Finally, and the username is Nazamadada. I don't think I said that right, but fingers crossed. They say, what a breath of fresh air this podcast is. I've listened to a lot of creative business podcasts, and this is the first one that finally feels authentic. I learned so much about social media marketing in the first 20 minutes of the podcast than I have in a year, in the first 30 minutes of the podcast than I have in the entire year. That didn't really make sense, but I like this comment anyways. I am of an age group that is north of 35 and it has kind of become not cool to post on social media so much and this made me relook at how I was using these tools in my business. I cannot wait to hear more from Jenna. Thank you so much, Nizamadada, for your review. I love reading your guys' words. They mean so much to me, and they really help propel this show forward. Trust me when I say it, we put so much time and energy and effort into this. And so if you have two minutes to leave us a review, please do it, because we are going to just appreciate it more. We'll do little happy dances. So let's dive on into today's show all about email lists. And guys, I'll see you in the free training. 
You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. You keep hearing that there's money in the list and you see that email marketing isn't going anywhere. In fact, it's part of running a small business that you've got to hack. But what on earth do you say to these people without spamming them? And how do you even get someone onto your list besides your mom? I've been there, done that. Three years ago, I had zero people on my email list. Fast forward and now I pop into tens of thousands of inboxes each and every single week with encouraging pep talks to love on my tribe. Plus, those few weeks out of the year that I do have something to sell, I am just one send button away from letting them know what my offer is without worrying about those pesky algorithms tripping up my message delivery. If you want to learn how I did it, grab a free seat to my new workshop, What to Say, When to Say It, the how-to guide to email lists. Just head to growanemaillist.com. I'll be hanging out and teaching you all of the ways of the email list building world. Again, go to to grow an emailist.com. I cannot wait to teach you everything I know. Are you guys ready for round two of my mini list building boot camp that I'm leading you through on the podcast this week? It's the first time that I've taken two full episodes back to back to talk about anything, literally anything. Why? Because it is just that important. I cannot tell you how important building an email list is for your business. And we've gotten so many questions from you guys on email marketing when we polled my audience about questions and fears and where you're getting stuck on it. And so if you haven't yet, tune into episode 116. It's a really good one. I answer all of your questions about list building. But today I want to tackle a common question that we kept seeing and it said, why do I need a list if I'm a dot, dot, dot? It could be a photographer, a florist, graphic designer, product shop, brick and mortar. And I want to get across to you today that whether you're a service, a product, or an education-based business, list building and serving that list through your emails can be your number one priority and it needs to be your number one priority in the new year. It's definitely mine. In fact, one of my goals, my biggest goal this year, is to grow my email list larger than my social media accounts combined. Literally, that is the number one thing I'm working towards. And I want to jump into today's show and just explain why this is so important. So number one is that an email list allows you to speak to the right audience instead of selling to the masses. Let me ask you a few questions before I explain this. How many of you feel like social media is just this noisy place and we're all just trying to make the loudest noise to scream into the void and hope that it lands in the right laps? I feel like so often when we get onto social media to try and make a sale, 
it falls on deaf ears. Like nobody's listening. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. And you know, as an entrepreneur, like this isn't helpful. We're trying to make profits. We're trying to make a living. We're trying to pay the dang bills. And so when you think about what social media is, it's like speaking to the masses. But what email marketing is, is that it is whispering to the right audience, the people who have already opted in and said, I want to know more. I'm interested. So the first step in email marketing is to really think about who it is you are serving. Who is that ideal client? How can you solve their problem or provide them with something valuable that they will love? Now, whenever we go to figure out what is our next opt-in or how are we going to get people to excitedly exchange their email address for something of value to them, I ask myself a lot of questions. I say, what is it that they're struggling with or what keeps them up at night or what is holding them back from making a decision? If they're sitting on a fence, I just want them to land on one side of the other, even if that other side is what they choose. And so my first question for you is, how well do you know? And I don't mean like sort of, I kind of know, but how well do you really know who it is that you're speaking to? I know we use terms like ideal and dream clients, and sometimes people's eyes just glass over because we don't really know who that person is. But I want you to ask yourself, like, who is the dream client at the end of the line? Who are the people that make you excited about what you're doing? Who are the people that you're trying to reach? What do you know about them? What do you know about their pain points or the things that are holding them back? How can you show up in their lives and serve them better? And what do they want from you? Like, why do they follow you in the first place? Because what's happening is that so many entrepreneurs are making social media their end game. And let me tell you, I talked about this on the last show. You are putting your key to success in someone else's pocket. And you want to know whose pocket that is? Mark Zuckerberg. God bless you, Mark Zuckerberg. You are a brilliant man, but I am not going to put my key to success in your pocket because you could make one change, just one change, and I could lose those audiences that I've been growing over the last six years. I want that control. I want that piece of control. And so I want for you to first just figure out who is it that you're speaking to? You might have 500, 5,000, 500,000 people following you on social media, but how many of those people are actually contributing to the success of your business? Probably a very small percentage. What do you know about them? Now, the thing about growing an email list and the beauty in that is that you are able to get super specific. And you can cater to that dream client because you are going to know how to attract those people and how to repel the rest. That's okay. It is a beautiful thing to get your business to a place where you can very clearly attract and repel with confidence. And so I never want for you to stop asking your audience, what do you need? I want for you to pull them. I want to have them help you know exactly what they need. This is going to help you with this step if you let them. And so maybe ask them, like, what are they struggling with? Pay attention to their social media posts. Focus on them and make this whole thing less about you so that you can show up and serve them in this way that nobody else can. You've probably heard me say, 
so many times, like we're getting lost in social media. Our voices are lost. We're blending in. We're jumping in and trying to join in that screaming match. And I'm done. I'm done with trying to make the most noise. I'm done with trying to work past all the fluff that is being put out there. And so when you have this email list, you can stop this competition and you can communicate with the people who have raised their hand and said, I want to see more. I want to know more. I want to see what you have to offer. I'm interested. And I would way rather talk to those people any day of the week. So bottom line, if you are out there and you're trying to attract everyone, or if you're more focused on that number under your name, you're probably attracting either the wrong people or you're probably reaching no one very clearly. And so when you look at an email list and you think about getting started, I want for you to focus on your people. Those dream clients, it could just be a handful of people. You don't need an email list that's 100K deep. You might need an email list with 30 people, and those people could pay your bills. This is the thing that I am most excited about is because you can talk to them in such an intimate way. You can solve their problems. You can serve them in a way that you would never be able to on social media. And when you can focus on that service piece and when you can change the way that you think about email lists from serving and not think about it as just this selling piece, because we all just imagine this scammy little guy trying to sell us a car and and trying to swindle us, man, everything can change. I serve people so well through my email list and I can say that with conviction because I'm showing up every single week with tools and tips and inspiration that helps them. Number two is this. We talked about it. I want to drive it home with you today. You own your email list. You do not own your social media. Okay? So when we talk about how many Facebook fans or Instagram followers we have or the number of people that read our tweets, that's awesome. But those platforms, those brilliant people who built out those platforms, they own those people. Those people are their customers and not necessarily ours. And so they decide and dictate how the user experience is, what they're going to see, what they won't see. Guess what? Does anyone think about the algorithm ever? Does any one of us just bash your head against the wall because the algorithm took away our ability to reach our dream clients? Guess what? No, it didn't. But the problem with that is that we have to post relevant content. People want to see certain things and we have to know how to serve those people in a certain way to get their attention. We have to work harder at quality and not just focus on quantity. And so guess what? You might have this giant following. You might not even have a giant following, but guess what? People probably aren't even seeing your posts anymore. Guess what a platform is that doesn't have an algorithm? Guess. It's your email inbox. There's no algorithm saying you got to get tons of likes and comments in order to get your email seen. No, when you show up in somebody's inbox, it is so much more intimate than seeing a post on Instagram and feeling like someone's just yelling at their entire audience. This is why email list building is so important because I see so many people out there with that focus on growing their social media. And I think it's beautiful. And I think there's so much power in growing those followers, but it should never be that end game. And so when you can acquire names and have them on this list, you are in control of how often you can contact them, 
what they're going to see. You're in control of that experience, how personalized it could be, when they're going to hear from you. And last time I checked, everyone checks their emails daily, right? Like so many people I know get notifications. Ding, ding. I wish we still had that. You've got mail because I really, really liked that back in the AOL days. But I want to share a story because I don't think this actually sunk in until I faced it head on. So Drew and I, two years ago, we were moving into our new house. And I remember I was laying on my bed. I should have been packing. I just needed a little breather. And I logged on to Instagram. And guess what? I had been hacked. The person had gotten access into my account, deleted every way that I could confirm it from my email address to my phone number. And all of a sudden, I was sitting there thinking, this person, whoever this person is, could delete all of my years of work. They could delete every last follower with one click of a button, everything that I had been working for, everything that I had put all of my time and energy in could have been gone, could have been gone. And I remember laying there, I had tears in my eyes because I looked back at all of that time I'd spent curating and captioning and hashtagging and editing and all this stuff. And I asked myself, like, if I had to start over, if I had to start over from zero, would I spend that much time in doing this again? And the answer was so clearly a no. And it really made me realize that I had to take control. I had to understand the importance of speaking to the right people and not just speaking to the masses. I had to harness the power of something that I owned, not something that I rented. Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, all the things, that is just rented space. And so when I started prioritizing my email list over my social media numbers, my profits increased by 500% in the first year. 500%. So not only do you own your email list, but that list is so much more powerful in terms of generating income and revenue for your business than social media will ever be. Guys, when I finally focused and understood the importance of growing my email list, my profits increased by 500%. If that is not proof that there is power in email marketing, Coming from a girl who has quite a few followers, I'm telling you, this is important because right now growing my social media accounts is just a means to be able to attract and invite the right people, again, the right people, the people that I can serve over to my email list. So yes, growing your Instagram following is important, but it's not my end game. And I hope that you're starting to understand that. Number three is something I am so passionate about in every way, shape, and form. And it is all about serving before you ever go to sell. This is like my number one, the golden rule of Jenna Kutcher marketing, serve before you ever, ever sell. Now, I'm going to say something and you might roll your eyes at me and I'm going to let that slide because email is intimate. I'm not talking about mushy-gushy intimate. I am saying that email is so much more personal than just a post blasted on Facebook or a pretty Instagram photo because it's landing in someone's inbox. So the way that I do this, my theory on email list building is that I serve for almost 50 weeks out of the year and I sell for only a few of them. Seriously, we try to get really smart 
and careful. We're very careful and conscious of how we are selling to our audience and making it an invitation more than just a pitch. Now, I know it can get so annoying when someone is filling your inbox with constant sales pitches that if you can focus more on serving your audience with content that they are going to love, content that is going to help them or give them joy or just make them feel like they can make better decisions, then when the time comes to extend an offer or a sale to them, they will be the ones who are ready to purchase. It is like the rule of reciprocity. When somebody has given you something of value, you want to return that favor. And I want to show up and serve people. Like that is my mission in life, guys. I teach on this podcast for free two times a week. I pay a salary in order to be able to show up in this way because it is my focus is to serve. But guess what? When the time comes for me to sell, I feel like I've earned the right to do that. And I also extend an invitation instead of just putting out a scammy sales pitch and hoping it lands in the right inboxes. Now, my email list, it is the number one way I generate profits to my business because it is way more personal. It is targeted to the people who I know are already interested And I have served my audience for months upon months before I ever offer them a product or a service that they need to pay for. So when you think about it, what's so beautiful about this is that you can show up in acts of service. It's something I love. It's something I'm passionate about before you ever go to sell to somebody. And it's kind of like creating this relationship where you're constantly showing up and saying, I've got this for you or I heard you and I created this, or I knew you were struggling with this and I wanted to give you a tool that's going to help you, or I simply knew that you were just struggling in general and I wanted to inspire you, whatever that can look like. But what's so beautiful about it is that whenever I go to sell something, I can do so without feeling guilt, without feeling embarrassed, without feeling scammy, because I know that I'm speaking to the people that I can help the most. I know that if people don't buy my offers, their lives are going to stay the same. I know that when I go to sell something that I've created it with the right people in mind and that that message is going to resonate with those people. And so what I think is so, so cool about email lists is that you can really show up in a way that allows you to speak so clearly, so intimately to land in the inboxes of the people that you can serve the best. There's nothing better, I don't think, in life than knowing that you're making a difference. And so it's not necessarily about the numbers when it comes to email marketing. You don't need a certain amount of people on your list in order to serve well. But what's so great about it is that you're serving the people who are already showing up for you. You're serving the people that have already raised their hand and said, yes, I'm interested. So another common question that I usually get asked is, well, what do I say in an email to serve my audience? How do I keep up with all this content creation? I can barely keep up as it is, but how do I create months and months worth of emails? And I just want to challenge you here and let you know, like there are so many ways that you can reach out to your email list. There is so much content that you have already created 
already created, meaning you don't have to create something new every time that you can repurpose. You can share sales. You can share promotions. You can share things that you love. You can share your heart. You can share stories. It can be a further extension of the work that you are already creating, that you are already doing. It doesn't have to add to your workload if you can create more purposefully. And it can actually equal less work because you are able to take content that you've already created, repurpose it, and serve a bigger audience in a better way. So when we look at how do we serve, we want to outline content that is of service that is going to help people. And then when we write that blog post, we say, okay, here's how we can share this to our email list. Here's how we can share this on Instagram. Here's how we can share this on Facebook. And we want to have that end goal be to capture those people who want to know more, to extend invites to people so clearly that they're going to know, are you speaking to me or are you not? And I want this to be just a very clear, yes, she's talking to me or no, this just isn't the right offer for me. So what I think is so beautiful about growing an email list is that you can serve people so well. You own your list. They are yours. You can have that ownership and be in control of the experience You can be in control of how often you contact them. You can be in control of who is getting what. You can create different segments of your audience so that you are serving them with offers that resonate so deeply with them that they're going to take action. And you can also create this community that cannot exist on another platform. Lastly, I think that email lists are incredible because it feels so good to stop screaming to the masses and to start whispering the right messages to the people who are going to receive them well. Instead of hoping that your Instagram captions are landing in the right laps of people who need them, you can hit send on an email and know that the people that are going to see that in their inbox, those are your people. Those are your tribe. So guys, I hope that this inspires you. I hope that it really helps you to see the power of email lists. Again, I remember when I was on the phone with my first ever business coach and he was talking about my social media following. I had 20,000 followers on Instagram at the time. And he goes, how big is your list? So what do you mean, how big is my list? What list? I'm like, I don't have a list. I don't know what he's talking about. My to-do list is mighty long. Thank you for asking. He said, how big is your email list? And I just got silent. I didn't have one. I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't understand it. And now just a few years later, our online email community is over 100,000 strong. And it is the number one way I want to communicate with people. It is the number one way I want to create a community. And it is the number one way I drive big profits into my business. And I do not want you to make the same mistake I made. I don't want you to waste your time growing other people's platforms. I want for you to really take ownership, take control of your business and the potential that it has because I am living proof. I sell digital products. I sell physical products. I serve people through the podcast, through courses, through blog posts, and on social media. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, it is the number one way my business has grown. And it is the number one way I get to show up and impact people's lives every single week. 
And so I hope that today you're feeling inspired to dig those email list building goals. And I want to be the person to walk you through that. I want to help you do just that. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging those big goals. And hopefully I'll see you landing in my inbox soon. Let me guess, you are super focused on social media. In fact, you've never really even considered why an email list would matter. Well, hopefully after today's show, I've got you thinking a little bit differently. Because here's the thing. Email marketing is 10 times more effective than social media marketing. And let's be honest, we are all building our businesses on borrowed land when we're focusing strictly on social. So let's take ownership of our dreams and our businesses. And I want to invite you to do just that by attending my free training at growanemaillist.com. I'm going to walk you through the how-to guide to email list, tell you what to say and when to say it. Again, save your seat, show up. I'll be there. Head to growanemaillist.com and I will see you guys in the email list building training. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.